Production, and welcome to Episode Epiphanies, a podcast where two friends with very different tastes in TV shows make each other watch shows in the genre of their choice in the hopes that the other person has an epiphany and starts to like a show they normally wouldn't. My name is Jessica, and I pretty much only watch live-action dramas. My name is Natasha, and I pretty much only watch cartoons. And this week, I made Natasha watch... Love Victor, which is the spin off TV series from the movie Love Simon, which is based on the book. <laughs> <laughs> Very complicated. Based on the book Simon versus the Homosapien Agenda. Mm-hmm. It's very good. It's a wild, like, I, I'm sure this is a thing that's happened before, but the idea of a show based on a movie based on a book. And the show is just, like, very tangentially based on the movie. Like, it's not, like, a show adaptation of the movie. It's just very loosely based on the movie. It's it's such a wild series of events, I feel like. That's why I said it's, like, a spinoff. It's, it's like, an in-world connection, and Simon's kind of there, but Mm -hmm. it's not about Simon. It's just in the same place with a similar theme. Yeah. Okay, so, I mean, obviously you knew most of that before. <laughs> yes, I had, I've, I've watched Love, Simon, I've read Simon vs. the Homo Sapien Agenda, I read the sequel, Leah on the Offbeat, so I knew all of that, and I knew, I knew that Love, Victor, yeah, was a show that was not about Simon, but set in the same town as Simon, and uh, but I that's all I knew. I didn't know who the characters were or any of the plot or anything of Love Victor. That is valid. I have so many thoughts, but I'm just going to let you run into it. <laughs> <laughs> what happens in the pilot episode? Okay. My very first note is 30-minute episodes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I almost always will like something more if it has shorter episodes, partly because I guess I just have a bad attention span and I like short things, but I also feel like I prefer the way storytelling is done in shorter episodes. That's fair. I I feel like they cut to the chase more. I find not everything, but most things with longer episodes, I'm always like, they could have made that shorter and it would have been better. (laughs) Yeah, almost everything with a longer episode has building tension to a specific event and that event doesn't happen until like 30 35 minutes in Mm -hmm. so yes shorter shows don't tend to have that one event that is essentially the entire episode Mm -hmm. so i do i see where you're coming from yeah yeah it's not a hard and fast rule but generally if i see something has shorter episodes i'm immediately like that's a point in its favor (laughs) So the show starts with um, this guy, Victor, in his bedroom. He just moved from Texas to Creekwood, which is like the town where Simon, Love Simon is set. It's in Atlanta, I think. Uh, sure. Is Atlanta a state? Is Atlanta a city? (laughs) If it's a city, then it can't be in Atlanta. I don't know. I think Atlanta is a state. No, that sounds wrong. It'd be Atlanta, Georgia. So Atlanta is a city. I thought they said it was in Atlanta, but then I was like, it can't be a city in a city. So maybe it's near Atlanta? Or Creekwood is a neighborhood, maybe? Yeah, it might just be Creekwood High. They might not, like, it might not be the name of the city. I'm not 100% sure. (laughs) Me neither. We're Canadian. We don't know what states are. (laughs) Never seen a state before in my life. Not once. (laughs) Anyways, they're in or near Atlanta, And he moved there from Texas. And he's new. And the very first thing is he is sending a message to Simon. Um, If you haven't seen Love, Simon and don't know anything about it, it's about a guy named Simon who's gay and then starts, like, messaging with this guy named Blue. And he ends up getting outed. But then he comes out and then he ends up with this guy. I don't know. It's a story. It's a coming out (laughs) movie story. It's pretty good. This show, I feel like, actually does a very good and almost too exposition-y job of being like, here's the entire plot of Love, Simon. (laughs) That's true. That's true. If you watch this pilot episode, you'll pretty much know what Love, Simon is about. So he's messaging Simon, who was the main character from the movie, 
And at first, he's being like, wow, Simon, I heard all about your story about how you had this great kiss at the Ferris wheel. And like you said, it's almost a little bit over-exposition-y. And I was like, this is such a weird and kind of cheesy setup. And then in the middle of him being like, yeah, I heard all about your great love story. He's like, screw you, Simon. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, that's actually a very good reversal. (laughs) Like, actually, he's mad at this guy. So basically the whole thing is like Victor heard about Simon's great, wonderful love story and Victor's like, screw you, you had it so easy, your family was so supportive, your friends were so supportive, you got a great boyfriend, it's not that easy for everybody, I'm gay and my family doesn't know and I lived in Texas where everyone was low-key homophobic and I don't think I can come out or have the same sort of like really easy time that you had, so screw you. Later in the episode, I'm kind of spoiling, like, kind of jumping ahead, but later in the episode, we find out, like, Victor doesn't know Simon or anything. He he heard at school about Simon. (laughs) He finds Simon's Instagram, and he sends this to Simon as a DM on Instagram. It's so very good. It's so good. Imagine being Simon, though. You're just a dude living your life. You graduated high school, like, a year ago or something. And then you just get a message on Instagram from a total stranger being like, fuck you, dude. Why is your life so good? I'm mad. Simon in this show takes on the role of mentor mm-hmm. so beautifully. But actually, if someone did that to you, you would probably just block them. You'd be like, what the fuck? Right? I was like, like, and because, yeah, at the end of the episode, Simon replies to him and is like, hey, I'm sorry that, like, you're going through this, but, like, I believe in you that you'll, like, be able to have live your own story. And I'm like, are you a saint, Simon? <laughs> Who reads this message and instead of blocking the person or just ignoring the message, replies to them? <laughs> like, <laughs> Simon is a very pure, good person who wants to help baby gays grow up. He does, and that's really sweet. But I was like, man, I, I'm... Just imagine getting that message on Instagram. (laughs) Yeah. Oh. Anyway, so that's the setup at the beginning. We get him the message he sends to Simon, and then we get a little title card that's like 24 hours earlier, and it's like the previous morning, I guess, when Victor and his family first show up at their new house. And um, they moved, yeah, they moved from Texas. It's Victor. He has a sister who's like a year younger than him named Pilar. He has a little brother who's like, I don't know, like, eight or something. Um, And then his parents, and they move to this, like, apartment building or, like, duplex or something. It's, like, a big old building. It doesn't really look like an apartment building, but there's, like, another guy who lives upstairs and maybe other people live there. I don't know exactly what it is. I'm pretty sure it's an apartment building. It's just, like, the building it's in obviously wasn't built to be an apartment Mm. building, but it's apartments. Yeah, I think, but it's like, I think it's like one of those buildings that maybe only has like four apartments in it or something. It's not like a big high rise. It's like a, an old big house that got turned into some smaller houses. Also, okay, later in the episode, there's a plot line about how like Victor's family doesn't have that much money and they live in a really like rich town and everyone's like, oh yeah, like you live in that old house where all the poor people live. And I'm like, it's a pretty nice house. (laughs) It's also like... It's huge. Yeah. Their apartment is huge. Like, the kids mm-hmm. don't share bedrooms. It's massive. This is a common problem on mm. sitcoms. Sitcoms, mm-hmm. in general, have these absolutely massive apartments and are telling you their characters are poor. And it's like, if you have that much square feet, that many square feet in New York City, that is, like... a month. Yeah. It's like, this is not a little, like, shitty, tiny apartment where everyone is sharing two bedrooms. Like, this is a nice, big apartment in, like, a fairly nice building. Like, it's like this Mm -hmm. old brick building. Anyways, I also think, like, it's not totally clear in this episode, and I don't know if it is clear later in the show, but I think the implication is also, like, not necessarily that Victor's family is, like, super poor, but just, like, Everybody else in this high school is, like, really rich and fancy. And so by, like, comparison, he seems poor. But, like, I don't think they're really meant to be, like, really struggling. Yeah, I would agree with that. I guess, like, this apartment compared to a mansion, yes, is not that fancy. (laughs) 
You don't see anyone else's house in this episode, too, mm-hmm. which makes it difficult because when you see Mia's house, Mia's house is insane. Yeah. I'm <laughs> so, yeah, I feel like Victor is just a normal person and everyone else at the school is not. Yeah. Which also then makes me wonder, like, was Simon super rich? What is the, like... Simon, I feel like, is very upper middle class, for sure. That's true. Yeah, he did have a really nice house. Yeah, so anyways, moves moves into this new apartment and meets the guy who lives in the apartment upstairs, whose name is Felix. And Felix is this, like, really awkward, like, (laughs) not exactly nerdy, but more just, like... Kind of socially awkward, but very, like, friendly and just wants to be Victor's friend immediately and is like, hey, we're going to go to the same high school as me. Cool. I'll pick you up for school tomorrow. It's going to be great. We're best friends. And Victor's kind of like, sure. Okay. Felix also gives him a walkie-talkie and Victor's like, can I just text you? And Felix is like, no. Where's your sense of whimsy? Felix is, like, just slightly too awkward in this episode for me to really (laughs) like him, but I feel like he could grow on me as the show goes on. Felix is so big in this episode, and I forgot how much I instantly love him as soon as he opens his fucking mouth. I'm like, this kid is insane, and I adore him. He's so much. I feel like... Yeah. Yeah, I would be curious to watch a few more. I feel like he he really could grow on me, but in some of the things he said in this episode, I was like, that's a little uncomfortable. <laughs> some of the things he said in this episode are a little weird, but I think part of that is also Felix is really being used for exposition in this episode, where mm-hmm. a lot of the things he says are literally just to be like, these are who the characters are, this is our dynamic, but he does, like, mellow out, calm down. He has a lot of layers <laughs> as a character. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's... I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fair. He's very definitely being used as, like, the the voice piece of exposition in this episode, which I feel like does make his character a little hard to handle. So I can definitely see how after that he becomes great. Because I do like that he's so, like, yeah. I just want to be your best friend. He's, a, like, a little puppy. The walkie-talkies really gets me, too. <laughs> yeah, that was cute. Yeah, so he meets Felix, and then they're, like, moving into their new place, and Victor has this whole internal monologue about how he's so excited to be in a new town, even though they're moving in the middle of a school year, because he feels like he can finally, like, get to be himself and get to be different, because in Texas he felt like he had to kind of, like, fit in a mold, and, like, there's some, like, little, like, scenes of people in Texas just being, like, casually homophobic, you know? Just, like, making, like, little snide comments and stuff, and... At no point in the episode does Victor say he's gay, but very clearly the implication of what he wants to do is, like, he also a few times says, like, figure himself out and figure out his sexuality, so I think also maybe there's a part of him that's like, maybe I'm bi, maybe I'm gay, I don't quite know, but I never felt like I could explore that, but now I'm in a more, like, liberal place and I feel like maybe I get to, like, do that, explore that part of myself. So then we get the first day of school, very classic first day of, well, it's, Victor's first day of school, because it's the middle of the school year, so for everybody else, it's just a normal day, I guess. But he's meeting everyone at school, you get, like, Felix being like, yes, this is your chance to invent yourself and be who you want to be, and Victor's like, that's great, and he meets the vice principal, who is, like, the drama teacher, and she's very, like, over the top and intense, and is so mean to Felix. She like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's like, oh, Victor, did you make any new friends? And Victor's like, well, there's Felix, and she's like, oh, that's fine, I guess. But like, you'll find better people. <laughs> Poor Felix, honestly. Yeah, I was like, rude, vice principal. What the heck? And then she tells Victor about Simon's whole love story and how he kissed his boy on the Ferris wheel, and she's like, oh, it was so romantic. And Victor's like, oh, is that like? cool here? Were people okay with the fact that he was gay? And she was like, oh yeah, it was great. Everybody cheered. Which I really liked how this episode did this because I feel like, and this is also something I like about Love, Simon, there's like a good balance of like people being like, yeah, it's fine that you're gay, but also at the same time being kind of like, like low-key homophobic or like, like just like casually like, you're like, oh yeah, it's fine. Everyone's fine with people being gay here. But then like, There's still people in the locker room making gay jokes. And even, like, later, a little bit later, um, Victor meets this guy, Benji, and Felix is there. And then after Benji leaves, Felix is like, oh, yeah, that's Benji. He's really nice. But, like, he's gay. So, like, just make sure people don't get the wrong idea. And Victor's like, right, yeah, no one wouldn't want anyone to think I'm gay. And, like, 
I don't know if maybe nowadays Gen Zs are like way more progressive, but like when I was in high school, I feel like that was like the vibe. It was like, I don't think there were that many people being like aggressively homophobic, but like people made jokes and said things that are, you know, like that's just how teenagers are. (laughs) For sure. I think, yeah, no, keep going. I I have comments on Benji, but if you're not there there yet, then Mm -hmm. keep going. Yes, we'll get to Veggie. But anyway, so that's kind of the vibe. Victor's sort of getting this, like, sense as the day goes on of, like, being gay is okay here, but also maybe not as okay as I wanted it to be. It's still kind of, like, that balance. So then he also meets some other people. He meets Lake, who's this, like, really bubbly blonde girl who's like, I'm gonna take pictures of you and ask you questions (laughs) about yourself so I can write a post on the school secrets board or whatever. It's Tumblr. Oh my god, you're right, it was a Tumblr! (laughs) The school has a Tumblr. It's the most insane thing. Schools do not have Tumblr. I forgot about that. Yeah, this is from Love, Simon. There's something called Creekwood Secrets, and I was like, yeah, it was like a message board or something. It was explicitly, at least in the book it's explicit. I don't remember if it's explicitly that in the movie. It's literally a Tumblr. What is a school Tumblr? The people, is one person running the Tumblr and other people submitting to it? Does everybody in the school have the password for this tumblr what is what does this mean (laughs) i think the implication is that someone is running it and everyone else submits posts that's wild if if you go to a school or went to a school school (laughs) tumblr please tell me does your school have a tumblr of course not that's insane (laughs) yeah so anyways, she's making a post on the school Tumblr about him because he's new. <laughs> and then her other friend Mia comes over and she's like kind of maybe flirting with Victor. And the whole scene was very like awkward introducing these two characters. I immediately did not like Lake. She was being so aggressive. <laughs> uh, and then also she and also kind of Mia, but mostly Lake were like, do you have a girlfriend? Tell us if you have a girlfriend. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, is this how you introduce yourself to people? <laughs> Just immediately <laughs> demand if they have a girlfriend? <laughs> That's not how you introduce yourself to people? That's how I go up to everybody and I'm like, do you have a girlfriend? (laughs) As soon as you meet them, don't even ask their name. No. Like, I don't even think she did ask his name. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually valid. I don't think she did. So anyways, then he has a kind of an internal monologue about like, ooh, this is the moment. I could be like, no, I don't. I'm gay. But then he is like, uh, no girlfriend. And they're like, ooh, okay. Which like, fair, you know? It's... He also didn't say that he did have a girlfriend. He just said, no girlfriend. That doesn't mean he's not gay. Exactly. I feel like that's such an awkward line to come out on, even if you are out. Yeah. I, like, I could see certain people have the extroverted tendencies where they would reply to that line with, no, and no boyfriend either, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But... I feel like me as a person, if someone came up to me and they said that, I, w- I would just be like, no, I wouldn't expand from there. Yeah, right? So, like, I don't blame him. But also, I think it's also him getting in his own head. He's like, this is my chance to be out and gay at school. And he's, like, trying to find the moment to be out. And he, yeah. he's never done this before. So he's like, I don't know, is this where I say that? But he doesn't, which is fair. And then Felix comes back over and is like, whoa, Mia was flirting with you. She was blushing. Oh, my gosh. Mia's the <laughs> hottest girl in class. And she never dates. And But she was flirting with you. Which, like... Throwing it out here now, I hope it turns out that Mia's a lesbian, and that's why she never dates. <laughs> but we'll see. And Felix just going around being like, we're best friends. It's going to be so great to be your best friend, because he's adorable. And then shortly after this scene, they're walking down the hall, and Victor sees this boy walk in with his beautiful hair, and he goes over to the water fountain, and he's drinking from the water fountain, and there's, like, music playing, and Victor's like, oh my god, this boy is so pretty. And there's just, like, water dribbling down his <laughs> chin, and it's, like, not even, like, a hot, like, he's drinking from a water fountain and kind of <laughs> spilling on himself, and Victor's like, mm, yes, love this boy, which I found very endearing, actually. The way they shoot Benji, the way his shots are framed, starting Mm -hmm. with this one, but actually just every single shot in this episode, is so good. He is immediately the love interest. Mm -hmm, You mm -hmm. don't need to get anything else except these shots to be like, that guy, he's the love interest. That Mm -hmm. is his role. And I love it. And I also love that so much of Victor's internal monologue is, I don't really know if I'm 
into guys or I'm gay or I'm still figuring that out. And then the fucking camera work is betraying him. The actual camera is like, you are staring at this man who is just dribbling water down his chin. (laughs) Yes, it's such a good juxtaposition from him just kind of awkwardly talking to Mia and then immediately sees Benji and is like... Angels descend from the heavens when I look at this man. <laughs> Everyone's like, you're flirting with me. And Victor's like, was I? And then Benji walks in and it's like, no, he was not. <laughs> yep. And then Benji comes over and is like commenting on Victor's <laughs> shoes. And is like, oh, nice shoes. And Victor's like, yeah, I got them from a yard sale, blah, blah, blah. And Benji's like, yeah, I think these shoes were your destiny. Do you believe in destiny? <laughs> And it's so cute because Benji's just being so genuine. I love that he's like, ooh, the cool love interest, but he just comes across as just like such a sweet, genuine, kind of nerdy guy. Like, he's just like, yeah, I like your shoes. Okay, bye. I've told you this about me. I don't have strong feelings about Benji. I feel like Benji is almost too cookie cutter of a love interest for Mm -hmm. me to like love him. Mm -hmm. But... The thing about especially the first episode is every time Benji and Victor interact, I get Mm -hmm. this, like, butterflies in my stomach feeling like I am so there for them just because of the way this show does such a good job of showing that this is, like, Victor's first real crush and that he's Mm -hmm. really into this guy. And every time they interact, my whole body is like, but... (laughs) (laughs) Benji as a person doesn't, like, get Mm -hmm. me there, but Mm -hmm. something about the way this show frames their interactions, I'm like, this is good shit. Yeah, I would have to watch more of it to see, like, what they do with Benji's character, but yeah, just based on the pilot, like, they really, really succeeded in making Benji, like, endearing and, like, Mm -hmm. because sometimes in shows, I feel like there's a love interest introduced, and it's very clearly a love interest, but you're like, but, like... Why? I don't don't even like that person. (laughs) Like, you haven't even made me like that person, so why does the main character like that person? But I feel like this, even though, like, Benji only has a couple scenes, like, he doesn't Mm -hmm. do a lot in this episode, but the scenes he does have, you're like, yeah, he's cute, he's nice, he has a good vibe. I can just, I can see why Victor's like, yeah, I like him. Yeah, and then we get the scene where Felix is like, oh yeah, Benji's cool, but he's gay, and you don't want people to get the wrong idea, and Victor's like, ooh, okay. Uh, and then we get a few other scenes of, of like people in the locker room making gay jokes and stuff. And then we meet this, we see this guy, Andrew, who like at first seems like he's gonna be like, like accusing Victor of like checking him out in the locker room and blah, blah, blah. But then he's like, oh, I'm just kidding, I'm Andrew. And I was like, oh, maybe Andrew's gonna be a nice character. And then the next scene is, uh, they're playing basketball in gym and then the basketball coach slash gym teacher is like, Victor, you should join the basketball team because we need to win and we keep losing. And Andrew, who's also on the basketball team, comes over and is like, mm, I don't want the new kid to be on the basketball team because I'm the point guard. And, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, and then... <laughs> Sorry, the way you were turned into your mic was very good. And I, it pains me that our listeners can't see your expression when you said that. I'm sorry, that was for Jesse only. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so Andrew's being kind of an asshole. And then we get a, another little scene where we see Victor's sister a little bit. She's having a bad time. She doesn't like the school. And then some guy comes up to Victor and is like, oh, I donated to your GoFundMe. And Victor's like, what? And the guy's like, yeah, Andrew started to go fund me for you so that you can pay the fees to join the basketball team because you're poor or whatever. And Victor's like, what? Because it, oh, uh, the, apparently it costs $500 to join the basketball team, which is an insane amount of money. Like, I've never played school sports. I don't know if it usually costs money to join a sports team or how much money. Maybe that's a normal amount, but it sounds like a lot of money to me to join a sports team. I... I think that was probably what it cost at my high school. Dang. To be fair, I went to a high school that was in a very rich part of town. Mm. So they probably were like, that's that's just what it is. Yeah. But also, the weird thing about this is the way the coach reacts to Victor's reaction to it being mm-hmm. $500. Because... Any teacher at my school, if they were like, this is a thing that's expensive, 
would immediately say, if you can't afford this, come talk to me. Mm-hmm. They would do that for field trips that had, like, a $20 fee. Mm-hmm. So it's weird to me that the coach doesn't even try to go there. Yeah. No, the coach is very much kind of an asshole about it. He's like, yeah, $500. And Victor's like, oh, $500? And the coach is like, yeah, that's not going to be a problem, is it? And Victor's like, no. And it's like, that's such an asshole way to say it. Also, like, even if your family was super rich... Like, not every parent is willing to give their kid $500 to do something. So it could even be just that Victor's like, my parents wouldn't pay that and I don't have $500. Like, it's not unlikely that a lot of students would not be able to just fork over $500 on a whim, regardless of how much money their family has. (laughs) Yeah, that's valid. But anyways, it's clearly just a setup for this scene of Andrew who started a GoFundMe for Victor in a very, like, obviously past, like, not in a, I'm so kind and nice and really wanted to do this for you. Like, it's very <laughs> clearly that he's doing it in a passive-aggressive way of, like, oh, you're so poor, so I had to, to do this. So Victor immediately goes over to Andrew and is like, what the fuck? Like, shut down this GoFundMe, give everybody their money back. Why would you do this? Andrew's like, oh, I'm just trying to be charitable. And then they, like, almost have a fight. They, like, kind of are yelling at each other and everyone's, like, watching. Um, And then Andrew kind of, like, shoves Victor and makes him drop his, like, lunch and stuff. And everyone around them is like, ooh, fight, fight. I'm not saying fight, but, like, (laughs) you know, like, that scene in a show where, like, two people are fighting and everyone is, like, kind of catcalling about it. And then Andrew walks away, and then Benji comes over and helps Victor, like, stand up. And then everyone is like, ooh, like, Victor, you're with the gay boy. (laughs) Which is such a weird reaction. Like, he was on the ground. Yeah, there's, like, a few things about this episode that are, like, no one actually acts this way. You're just setting up the dynamics. (laughs) Like, Yeah, but I feel like that's any teen TV show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, and then the other thing that about this is that after this happens, um, someone shows, I think Felix, shows Victor that Lake, the blonde girl from before, wrote a post on the school Tumblr about <laughs> how, like, Victor has a short fuse because he started a fight with Andrew and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I feel like, I don't know, but I feel like the episode wants us to, like, see Lake as a protagonist. Like, not not the protagonist, but, like, not as an antagonist. Like, she's presented like as, like, Mia's friend, and Mia is clearly meant to be, like, a good character. And, like, but everything Lake does does not make me like her. Like, she just gets right up in Victor's face as being really aggressive, asking him about whether he has a girlfriend, and then pretty much the only other thing she does in this episode is write a shitty post about how he has a, a short fuse because he started a fight with... Like, she's just... I don't know. Lake was such a weird character. I couldn't tell if they wanted us to think she was a good or bad person. (laughs) Anyway, so she wrote a post about him and he's like, oh no, people are starting rumors about me. Oh, and then Victor's getting really annoyed with how bad his day is going and then Felix is following him around and Victor's like, stop following me around. You're not my friend. I don't know you. I don't want to go to this winter carnival thing tonight with you. Go away. And Felix is like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. And he leaves and he's all sad. Which like, Victor very much could have handled that situation better and not just yelled at Felix, but also like, he doesn't know you. <laughs> you just like, <laughs> you just started talking to him. Like Felix is being a little aggressive. But anyways, I felt bad for Felix. Anyways, so then Victor goes home and his parents are fighting because his sister got in a fight at school and they're like, the mom's like, this is your fault, husband, because you made us move and she's having a bad time and she gets her aggressiveness from you, blah, blah, blah. And then Victor comes in and smooths things over and it's very clear that, like, he's, like, the peacemaker in their family. Like, his parents are kind of having marriage tension and his sister is very, like, unhappy and he's the one who, like, smooths things over. And his mom is like, you, I never have to worry about you. You're my perfect boy. You're the rock of the family. I'm so glad that you're always good. And he, like, tells them, like, yeah, school was great. I had a great day. And it's like, poor baby. You just feel like you have to, like, be the peacemaker and make everyone happy. And, like, I really liked that scene and how, like, we so clearly see Victor's role in the family and, like, why he feels like he can't come out or cause any problems because he's like, no, I'm the good one in the family that makes everybody else happy and I don't have problems. So we get that. Oh, and then we finally get the reveal that (laughs) Victor is messaging Simon on Instagram. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, which is just, it was so funny. 
But then I guess Victor gets his aggression out on Simon over Instagram DM. And then he's feeling better. So he calls Felix up on the, on the walkie talkie and is like, Hey, sorry about earlier. Do you want to go to the winter carnival with me? And Felix is like, yes, absolutely. So they go to the winter carnival and then Victor, oh, that's, that's when Simon actually replies to Victor and is like, Hey, sorry, you're having such a hard time. And I was like, Simon. Could have just blocked him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then- Imagine that was how the show went. Victor sent that message, and then Simon just blocks him. And then Simon is irrelevant for the rest of this series. That is directly based on his movie. Well, I actually wasn't sure if Simon was going to be in it, like, at all. Yeah. Um, so, so <laughs> very funny. I also, until Simon replied, I kind of thought that it was just going to be Victor messaging Simon, but, like, not <laughs> <any> replied. <laughs> also very good. Um, but no, Simon answers. And then Victor answers back, like, because Simon says something about, like, um, I once told my boyfriend that, like, he deserved his great romance story and I deserved my great romance story. And I think that you deserve to have your great, I don't think he says great romance story, but you know, your, your <laughs> great love, your great love story. Yeah, that makes way more sense. <laughs> I wish it was romance story. Your love story. Uh, and then Victor's like, like, yeah, I hope I do have my love story. And he's like holding two tickets to like a Ferris wheel. And he looks over where Benji is standing, and it looks like he's going to walk over to Benji and, like, give Benji a ticket and go on the Ferris wheel with him. But then he walks past Benji and walks over to where Mia is, and is like, Mia, do you want to go on the Ferris wheel with me? And then he's, like, still in the voiceover talking to Simon, is like, but I don't know if my love story is going to look like yours. And then he and Mia go on the Ferris wheel, and that's how the episode ends. And so it's like, ooh, is Victor going to end up with Benji? Is he going to end up with Mia? Probably not, but that's where the episode ends. It's sad for me that this episode doesn't have the actual title sequence because mm. the actual title sequence is so by flag. Like, <laughs> it's one of those title sequences that has shots from the shows under mm. like a color scheme, and the color mm. scheme is just the by flag. <laughs> and it's very obvious to me, even from the Again, the way the camera looks at Benji, mm-hmm. that Victor was never going to be by, mm-hmm. because you would have to frame Mia in the same light. Yeah, but yeah. the whole title sequence is just like, here's purple, here's pink, here's a bit of blue, here's the whole flag over Victor's face. Bye. Start the episode. <laughs> I feel like it's valid either way. I would have liked if yeah. it was a show about someone figuring out that they were by. I also think it would be an interesting angle to have a story, and maybe this exists, of someone figuring out they're bi from the angle of thinking they're gay and being like, I need to come out as gay. Like, this, uh, I need to finally be myself. And then them being like, maybe I am bi, actually. Instead of, like, I feel like a lot of bi narratives are maybe more from the, like, I think I'm straight, oh, wait, maybe I'm gay, just because of heteronormativity and yeah. whatever. But, like, I think that... Would be an interesting angle. But anyways, uh, like you said, with the camera angles and stuff, it seems like it's going for he is gay, not he is bi. Yeah. I agree with you. That would have been a really cool and interesting story. And Mm. I even think it's good that this show acknowledges the possibility that Victor could be bi, because even Mm -hmm. that is something we often don't get. Yeah, yeah. No, I I thought that was good. Yeah, that's what happens in the pilot episode. (laughs) Yay! So, I mean, what did you think? What were your impressions? I liked it. It was good. It was, like, a little cheesy, but, like, I kind of expected that. Like, I feel like that's the vibe. It's, like, it's definitely a step up from, like, family channel teen dramas, but it's still definitely a teen drama, but not the kind of, like, really intense teen drama like a Gossip Girl or something. Yeah. It's like in between those vibes, I feel like. <laughs> Which is good. Uh, uh, the characters were cute. I did, I liked the setup of him messaging Simon. At first I was like, ooh, this is cheesy. But when it got to him being like, screw you, Simon, I was like, <laughs> okay, I do, actually, I do like the setup. Um, I still feel like it's so tangentially related to Love, Simon that it like, could have been its own thing, but I do oh, yeah. like how they worked in the Simon stuff. Yeah, yeah. I liked Benji. What do you think happens in this show? Okay, 
I wrote a theory as soon as I saw it. <laughs> as soon as I finished the episode, I was like, nice. here's my, here's my, I don't know if this is really what I think happens, but this was just my little thing I wrote. I was like, okay, here's my theory. So he starts dating Mia. Him and Mia are like trying to like be normal, heteronormative people, but it turns out they're both gay and they end up like <laughs> figuring that out together and bonding over that and then both end up coming out. There's probably some, some drama about how that happens, um, but they become little gay besties. Uh, and then at like the end of season one, finally Simon and Benji end up together. Ooh, it's great. They get their kiss. They get their moment. But then season two, we need more drama. So then, because I also at one point was like, Victor and Felix would be a cute ship because I like the <laughs> dynamic that's developing there. So I was like, then Victor realizes maybe he has a crush on Felix and he has to be like, do I stick with Benji who was like my boy that I like really had a crush on? But like maybe the first person you have a crush on isn't the person you're meant to end up with. So then he's like, maybe I like Felix. And then I also think that maybe at some point Andrew is secretly gay <laughs> and he has a crush on Victor, but he doesn't want to admit it because he's like, no, I'm the, I'm the straight sports boy. Um... And then also just uh, everyone's gay. Just all the characters are gay. I like how that was both, like, very wrong and kind of right at the same time. (laughs) There were things you said that are 100% correct, and there were things you said that were just like, Natasha's just doing this for fun. I felt like, you know, like, I don't think this is exactly what happens, but I feel like these things could happen. Yeah, that's valid. I feel like there's also definitely some sort of subplot about his sister. She's having drama. I don't know. She keeps getting in fights at school. She becomes a bad kid. She joins a gang. I don't know. Okay. (laughs) I don't think she joins a gang, but maybe (laughs) she, like, ends up with some, like, sketchy people or something or something. I don't know. Um, And also, I feel like maybe his parents get divorced or they're, like, going through marriage trouble or something. That seems like also a subplot that's probably happening. Solid. I... Yeah. Okay. I believe we've decided to move this question forward so we know how much to talk about. (laughs) Yeah. But would you watch more of this show? I didn't dislike this show. But I, I feel like similar to how I felt about Good Girls, where, like, I didn't dislike it, but I don't really have the urge to watch more of it, you know? <laughs> that's that's very sad to me, because the show fills me with so much, like, unbridled joy. I feel like I would maybe watch it with someone else. And, like, maybe if I watched a few more episodes and the characters grew on me a little bit more, I could see myself really getting into it. But, like... It mostly just felt like a generic teen drama. It didn't quite grab me. Like, I was like, I guess. I don't dislike it. (laughs) This show is... Okay, the pilot especially. The pilot, I feel like, really wants to rely on stereotypes in a way Mm -hmm. that is doing it a disservice. Mm -hmm. And I think the fact that the show was... It's on Hulu. It landed Mm -hmm. as 10 episodes in one day. Mm -hmm. Works for it because this pilot is not there. Yeah. And I also feel that you're right. It is very generic teen drama. And it almost, like, I love this show. This show Mm -hmm. makes me so happy. Something about watching it, I'm like, yes, this this is what I want from television. Mm -hmm. But it is almost trying, like, the only thing that separates it from being a generic teen drama is that Mm -hmm. the main character is gay. Mm -hmm. And it almost should have aired like 10 years ago for that to be a hook. (laughs) Yeah. But it's also very interesting because your main character being gay is usually someone who's white and Victor is Mm -hmm. not white. That's true. I feel like the thing that Victor says when he says that Simon has a very easy life Mm -hmm. is more what the hook of this show is than anything else because Mm -hmm. Simon... He's this white guy. He came from a very liberal family. His mom was a psychiatrist. Like, yeah, his dad makes some shitty jokes. But Mm -hmm. as soon as his dad knows that he was making shitty jokes, he's like, Mm -hmm. fuck, I was awful. Like, can you forgive me? Mm -hmm. Whereas Victor comes from a very religious family. And he doesn't come from money. And I feel like... The layers this show puts into his character is what's interesting, and the show does explore that, but 
especially in the pilot, it's very much like our main character is queer. And it's like, yeah, have you seen a TV <laughs> show in the last five years? I do think you make a good point because I remember when Love, Simon came out, the whole like point of it and whatever it was talking about was that it is pretty much a generic teen romance movie, but it's gay because we don't get enough of those. And I guess the show is following those footsteps of it's a generic teen show, teen drama, where the character is gay and that's and that's part of the plot. So like, I guess it does fulfill that same yeah. thing. And I do like that it's doing that. And I think it did it well. And I think there's value in that. As someone who doesn't watch a lot of teen dramas, I'm like, is the fact that he's gay enough of a hook to make me want to watch a show I wouldn't normally watch? Fair. Maybe. But like, but I think if I loved teen dramas, I would love this. So I think that's also why, like, for me, I'm like, eh, because yeah. I don't watch this type of show, really. Yeah. It's also sitting in one of my favorite, uh, I want to say subgenre, but it's not a subgenre. It's a, like, formatting technique mm-hmm. where the plot of this show is the plot of a 40-minute drama, and instead mm-hmm. they've said, no, this is 25 minutes long. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like when shows do that, they manage to really boost the humor of some situations. Yes. Because it's immediately like, if you read the plot of this, you would think this is a 45-minute drama all about Victor's first date. Mm-hmm. And when you narrow that down into 25 minutes, it's like, okay, how fucking bad can we make this in a five-minute span? Like, let's go. We're gonna dump water on someone, and her dad's <laughs> gonna come home while they're alone in the house, and they're drinking alcohol. Why? We don't know. <laughs> I feel like that's exactly what I was saying at the top of the episode about why I like yeah. shorter episodes. They, they, I just prefer how they have to write them. <laughs> I ag- I agree. I honestly, mm-hmm. one of my favorite types of shows is shows where if you heard about them, you would have thought they were 40 minutes long and then you mm-hmm. start watching them and they're 25 minutes long. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get you to guess my favorite character, my favorite ship, but I mm-hmm. feel like both of those are incredibly, incredibly hard from this episode. <laughs> I was, ex- my actual favorite ship you wouldn't be able to guess, but I mm-hmm. was expecting my season one favorite ship. You could probably mm-hmm. guess from this. Mm-hmm. No, it's, the pilot is weird. Anyways, who do you think my favorite character is? Okay. Uh, without the context of you saying that it would be hard to guess and what you've said about the episode, Top of my head, I would have said your favorite character is Felix, your favorite ship is um, Benji and Victor, but after having heard you say I won't be able to guess them, it's clearly not those. I am not in love with Victor and Benji, not because, um, like, yes, I react to Victor and Benji a lot (laughs) because I love it a lot. I do not love Benji as a character Mm -hmm. because I feel like... The way you were saying they make him really likable, they do. Mm-hmm. And I do think it's fantastic that they focus on parts of him that would make him someone you would instantly have a crush on. Mm-hmm. But he is so cookie-cutter, prince-charming <laughs> boyfriend, mm-hmm. mostly in season one, to the point where I'm like, this man doesn't have flaws. He's so understanding. <laughs> like, I just don't like him because I don't believe in him. And mm-hmm. then I feel like in season two, when they start giving him flaws, they almost go too far. And I'm like, mm. I don't care about Benji enough to care about Victor and Benji as a ship. That's fair. That's totally fair. I can see it, it going that way. If not that, though, I... I is it, a, is it a ship involving Victor, or is it involving other characters? My actual favorite ship involves Victor, but my season one favorite ship that you could actually guess does not. Okay. Is it um, Mia and Lake? Oh my god. Mia and Lake are great crack ship. I have been doing this <laughs> as canon ships, though. <laughs> okay. Mia and Lake should be a ship, though. Like, god. Uh, is it... Is it Felix and Andrew? (laughs) (laughs) Again, I said canon. I don't know! There's no... Literally, there is no other ship in this... Okay, okay, the only other ship 
in this pilot that is at all set up other than Victor yeah. and and um, Benji would be Felix and Mia? No. <laughs> no other ship is set I up knew, I know. They literally do not talk about it, which is so weird. I was sure they would tell you. But they... It's so weird to me that Felix says Mia is the hottest girl in this because that is not his opinion for the rest of the show. Okay, is it Felix and Lake? Yes. Okay, I did not like Lake in this episode, but maybe she's better in other episodes. Lake? I... Well, you haven't guessed my favorite character yet, but I just... is it Lake? Yes. (laughs) Because (laughs) Lake, I agree, in this episode kind of weird and aggressive and a little terrible. Lake Mm. hits the very specific favorite character trope of mine that is the pretty popular girl who actually is very smart and Mm. a very interesting, well-rounded character. Mm -hmm. So I really like Lake. She, again, but everything about this pilot episode I feel like (laughs) is not doing anyone justice except... Maybe Victor. Uh-huh. And Benji. You get a very good sense of Benji from the, like, <laughs> two minutes he's in this show, which, again, is uh-huh. why I don't care about Benji. Like, you have watched yeah. this pilot episode. That is who Benji is. Fair. Okay. I feel like if that's all Benji was, I wouldn't like him either. Like, <laughs> there's not a lot there. He does get depth in season two, but I just... Yeah. 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 Fair. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Lake is very interesting to me. Felix and Lake are very cute. They have that uh, Seth and Summer vibe of the nerdy guy <laughs> and the very popular girl. Okay. They're really hitting that. They're very good. There's also in season two when they're dating, there is a moment where Lake has to do something that is very hard. It's a plot. I don't want to spoil it. I know you're not going to watch it. I still don't want to spoil it. <laughs> I I feel like maybe I would watch it at some point, but I don't mind it. I feel honestly at this point, I'm more likely to watch it if you do spoil things. Because at this point, what I know from the pilot, I'm not interested. But if you Fair. start telling me other things, I might become interested to see that stuff. Okay. Felix is... So Felix lives only with his mom. His mom's a single mm-hmm. mom and his mom mm-hmm. has a bipolar disorder. Mm, And she's also a bit of a hoarder. It's a little unclear completely what's going Mm -hmm. on with her. But in season two, there's a moment where Felix reveals to Lake that his mom has been depressed for a very long time. And he is actually working to keep their rent on. And he doesn't have the money. And he's obviously struggling. Mm -hmm. And this is something that actually happens quite often in teen dramas. But Mm -hmm. part of what I love about Lake is... Lake doesn't do the teen girlfriend thing where she's like, I will try to help you secretly. No, Mm -hmm. Lake does the actual hard thing, which is what you should do, which is she tells her mom. Mm -hmm. And she's like, mom, my boyfriend is in a bad situation and he's struggling and I don't know what to do. And her mom does the actual good thing, which is first she goes and she like, assesses the situation. Mm -hmm. She goes to Felix's mom's house and is like, okay, like, what's going on? What is the Mm -hmm. situation? And then she calls Child Protective Services, which is what she should do. And obviously Felix is very mad because Mm -hmm. you would be. But Mm -hmm. it's just, like, Lake does the hard thing knowing Mm -hmm. her boyfriend is going to be mad at her. And Mm -hmm. that, to me, is so good. Like, this show... Like, so many of the things in the show, they do the generic plot, but then mm-hmm. they do the thing that is very hard for a teenager to do, rather than doing the thing that a show normally does. I, I like that. I think that's very good. I, I, I that, yeah. that makes it more interesting, <laughs> knowing that they, they support things like that. Yeah, yeah. And... Yeah, so I really love Lake. I really love Lake and Felix. My mm-hmm. actual favorite ship is, mm-hmm. you were saying season two, you think that Victor is going to be into Felix or whatever and be like, <laughs> yeah. wait, should I be with... But he's not into Felix, but we do get the thematic point you said, which is, should mm-hmm. I stick with the guy who was like my first guy or mm-hmm. maybe is there someone else for me? Mm-hmm. So my actual favorite ship is Victor and Raheem. Okay. 
Someone we don't meet in this episode, right? We don't meet him until season two. He is a friend of Pilar's. Mm-hmm. We actually get a se- uh, an episode from Raheem's point of view where he's kind of doing the thing Victor does <laughs> in season one where he's talking mm-hmm. to Simon. Uh, Raheem kind of <laughs> does that to Victor. And it's like, when you oh. came out, like, this was inspiring to me. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Raheem was also messaging Simon. <laughs> talking to Victor. <laughs> but it would be very funny if Simon was just collecting all these boys yeah. who needed his advice. <laughs> very funny. But yeah, Raheem is like, yeah, Victor, it was very inspiring to me when you came out. And I also have a family I don't feel like comfortable coming out to because mm-hmm. I really love... Part of the big argument between Victor and Benji is that mm-hmm. Victor's mom has a very hard time with Victor coming out, mm-hmm. and Benji doesn't seem to understand how Victor can still want to have a relationship with his parents and his family when his mom mm. is so homophobic, and Victor is like, this is my mom. Mm-hmm. There's a moment, actually, one of my favorite moments is... um. Victor's mom walks in on Benji and Victor when they're, like, mm, fooling around. (laughs) And Benji is like, she acted like what we did was disgusting. And Victor's like, yeah, walking in on your kid while they're doing that is disgusting. (laughs) Victor's like, yes, what? What is wrong with you? (laughs) It's very funny. There's a couple moments in the show where they frame something as homophobic that's just, like, being a parent <laughs> like she won't she doesn't want victor to go off for the weekend to mm-hmm. benji's parents cabin well benji's parents weren't wouldn't be there it's like mm-hmm. if victor had a girlfriend she would also probably say yeah. no to that because that's stupid yeah i like that it's it's good but raheem is great i love raheem he's very uh, he has a lot of, like, flamboyant energy. Mm-hmm. He wears nail polish. He's super cute. Um, <laughs> he and Victor become really good friends mm-hmm. before anything, like, happens to them. And then... I, I'm just sorry. I'm just going to say, I like that because the part of the reason why I was like, I, I would be... I would like if Victor started having feelings for Felix instead of Benji is I really like... Friends to lovers, that's my favorite dynamic. Even yeah. though, like, I do like how they set up him immediately having a crush on Benji, it's, like, that's very much the, like, love at first sight, which, like, I'm way more into the friends to lovers dynamic than the love at first sight. So if he and Raheem have this friendship before they, they start to have feelings for each other, I, I love that. I'm so down for that. Victor and Benji do kind of have a friendship, but the fact that it is immediately, like, Victor mm-hmm. is into Benji kind of mm-hmm. not sours it, but it is different. Yes, I think. yeah, yeah. Uh, whereas Victor and Raheem have this really strong friendship and kind of bond over the fact that both their families, they love their families very much, but their families mm-hmm. would still struggle with them coming out. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of that going on, that Victor and Raheem have a lot more of a connection than mm-hmm. him and Benji do. And season two ends with... Okay, so this is a very classic, not drama finale, almost more of a sitcom finale. Yeah. Which I like to call the closed door cliffhanger. (laughs) Oh, you were telling me about this the other day, yes. Yes, the closed door cliffhanger where you have to go to someone's door to confess your love to them. Uh And the season ends on the door opening, but you never Mm -hmm. see who opened the door. Mm. (laughs) And season two of Love, Victor ends on this scene where Victor could either be going to apologize to Benji Mm -hmm. or he could be going to see Raheem and tell Raheem, Mm -hmm. like, yes, I do have feelings for you. You're right. Mm -hmm. And it ends on that scene in this, like, blank white door. And I, especially because they just announced that season three is going to be the last season of the show, I am almost certain it's going to be Benji, but I really badly want it to be Raheem. Victor and Raheem are so fucking cute together. They have such a good relationship. They have so much chemistry. There's an episode where Victor is trying to dress up for 
I want to say it's dinner with Benji's parents or something, mm-hmm. and Raheem is trying to help him with his fashion choices. <laughs> and Victor's like, I don't have anything. My whole closet sucks. And Raheem's like, here, wear my shirt, and just takes off his shirt. And the look <laughs> on Victor's face is gold. Victor's like, fuck, this man's hot. And Raheem just hands of his shirt is like, yep, wear that. And Victor's like, mm, right, yep, that's what we were talking about, sure. <laughs> Oh, I love that. See, I was right. You talking about this show made me more want to watch it than I did before. <laughs> it's very good. What am I watching now? Did we get through all our questions? I think we did. I think we covered it. Yes, we did, but also this is long, so either oh, way. Technically, I figured out, I remembered the question we didn't ask because it doesn't really apply to this show, which was Guess the Canon Queers, but I feel like that's pretty oh. obvious. <laughs> yeah, Guess the Canon Queers in this show is a bit of, uh, uh... I actually, no, I actually am curious if there are any other of the characters we met in this pilot who are queer other than Benji and Victor. No. Dang it, my theories about Andrew and Mia being gay are not true. <laughs> Dang, Andrew and Mia are a ship, but... Oh, I don't... Ugh. Okay. Andrew has a very good character arc. That's fair. I I kind of assumed he would. Part of my favorite thing about this show is how much I love every single character, which Mm -hmm. is also why I don't like Benji. Everyone is written so well with so many layers, and then there's Benji, and then when they start being like, wait, Benji shouldn't just be like, Prince Charming and Cinderella, who we never mm-hmm. even fucking learn anything about. Benji should be a person. They just go, yeah, actually, Benji's an asshole, and he's an alcoholic, and he was in a car crash, and I'm like, what? Like, they go too far. I feel like they could have planned that better and have a, more of a balance. <laughs> yeah, they just, they go weird with it, and it's like, what do you mean Benji's an alcoholic? Now, what are we watching next? You have to tell me! Yeah, Jesse, you tell me. Okay, I have four different things, uh, so I'm gonna make you say from uh, one to four, and you, and then it'll be one of those. I I I want to watch an anime, so I have four different animes, and you can say one. Now I'm scared of which number I'm gonna get. There's there in no particular order. I just wrote down four animes, and you say a number. Three. Okay, we are going to watch the first episode of Skate. Which is spelled SK8, the number 8, uh, which is an anime about um, skateboarding. Skateboarders being very gay. <laughs> this is, this is, um, it's funny that this is the only, the only other anime we've watched is Yuri on Ice, which is the gay figure skating anime. And then this show, Skate, came out and uh, uh, gets a, a rep for being the, um, the, the, the gay skateboarding anime, so. Is it actually gay? You'll have to watch it and we'll have to talk about it. Because when I said that, I was thinking it was on the level of free. I'm just like, this is queer, but it's not actually queer. Look, we're going to have to watch it and talk about it. I'm sorry. I just want to know. Just tell me if the skateboarders are gay. You'll have to wait and see. I'm in my love Victor's feels. I need to know everyone who's queer. Perfect. So then, end of June, we'll, we'll have an episode talking about Skate, the skateboarding anime. It's Pride Month, too, so... Oh, that's perfect! We're watching our little gay shows. I love that. Uh, thank you so much for listening to us during Pride Month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah, can... happy Pride Month! Happy Pride Month! Having a good one! <laughs> Hope you're having a great one and watching Love, Victor, and mm-hmm. not telling me spoilers, but also telling me spoilers if it's Raheem, but don't tell me spoilers if it's Benji, okay? That's that's the rule. <laughs> okay. Because I won't have it tomorrow because we don't have Hulu in Canada. Oh, that's so sad. So anyone who's American so who listens to this can watch the third season tomorrow, but you will have to wait. How long do you have to wait? Do you know? It's usually a while, which is dumb, because it's on Disney Plus in Canada, and Disney uh-huh. owns Hulu, so they should be able to air it on the exact same date, because they shouldn't have any restriction, because they own Hulu. But the second season, the delay was, like, six months. Like, it's a long what? delay. That's And they also don't drop it as ten episodes, which... Because Disney never does. All the Disney uh-huh. originals are weekly. So they do yeah. that with Love, Victor, too, despite the fact that Hulu just drops it all. That's so weird. 
Yeah, so you will know the end of this series long before I do, which is sad because I want it to be Raheem very badly. Uh, yes, I hope for your sake that it is. Like I was saying, you can email us at episodeepiphanies at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram or Twitter at epiphaniespod. You can leave us a review on iTunes and we will love you for all eternity. We'll hug you virtually through the podcast. There you go. Natasha's going to give you a virtual <laughs> hug. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, as someone who's hugged Natasha, that's a great prize. And then I was like, that sounds weird and creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. I'm just I'm just here to make people ship us. That's my entire goal with this podcast. I, I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for you making people want to ship us. Anyways, <laughs> because you know what's actually written on wine bottles, you're smarter than both of us combined. Will that outro make sense? Yes. <laughs> Perfect sense. I definitely did not cut all of the 10 minutes of me talking about a random conversation we had in Kelowna. <laughs> Bye. Bye. us as the Tim Horton soulmate AU. Eh, <laughs>